Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. Luke 9 and um, 21. Just so we'll have um, a context, in Luke chapter 9, you'll see where Jesus sent out the 12. Also, he uh, fed the 5,000. But this is also what we're getting ready to read. comes right after Peter's confession that Jesus is is the Christ of God. He's the son of the living God. He is the Christ. Verse 21 says, and he strictly warned and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost. Wow. I want to talk to you from this subject today, fully surrendered to God. Fully surrendered to God. Uh, As some of you know, we right now as a church are doing what's called R12, which is a uh, Romans 12 Christian uh, it's a study by Chip Ingram, and we're in our small groups, and we're doing that. And listen, if you've not gotten involved, you got to go ahead and get in. You got to get in. You got to go ahead and sign up for a group. We've had the first week of, se- in fact, had the first week. This is leading into our second week, and it's an awesome time. It's an investment in your own spiritual journey, and I want to encourage you to do that. To do that, we're doing it as a church. But he asked, <clears throat> asked the question, uh, talking about this whole issue of surrender. Uh, and I want to I ask you the question, what would your life look like fully surrendered to God? Have you thought about that? What would your life look like fully surrendered to God? What, what, how do you think that would affect your life? Do you, do you think that'll affect your finances? Do you think that'll affect your, your family life, your professional life? What does it look like fully surrendered to God? Let me ask you this question. Do you believe that your life will be better if it's fully surrendered to God? Now, 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 sometimes we hear that and we go, well, I don't know. Some of, if we're, can we be honest? Can, can, this is the honesty zone. 
all right? Because some of us are saying, okay, this, this, is the, this is where it gets down, where the rubber meets the road. Do you believe that you'll be fulfilled and happy, fully surrendered to God? Because hear this, because most of us are living for our own happiness. You just get me happy and I'm good. Let me just tell you, Jesus didn't die for you to be happy. I know, I know, I know, I know that you really want to be happy. I just want to be happy. But he didn't want you happy and full of hatred. He didn't want you happy and going to a place never intended for you. He didn't want you just to be happy and honorary, happy. And, but but he, he, he died for you to be fulfilled. He died for you to have life. And that fulfillment, that life that comes is, is really what you and I, if we, if we knew what it was, we'd crave after it. If we knew what this life was that Jesus came to give us, we'd really crave after it. And, and I want to I, I I, I say this. That when we're talking about surrender, a fully surrendered life, it is worth your investment. It is worth your surrender. Your life, my life, fully surrendered to God is by far the best life that we could live. I, w- I looked up surrender and I Two things got my attention. One, it says surrender means to yield to the power, uh, control, or possessions of another upon compulsion or demand. It's like surrender the fort, that kind of thing. So to yield to the power, control, or possessions of another, but it's under compulsion or demand. There's another a definition It means, listen to this, to give oneself up into the power of another. Then they added this, especially as a prisoner. Especially as a prisoner. That part really got my attention. The reason it got my attention, when I think about the Apostle Paul, you know, the Apostle Paul wrote a number of his epistles, a number of his letters to the churches while in prison. And he described himself as the Lord's prisoner. But listen to how he described himself in Romans chapter 1, verse 1. Romans 1, 1 says, Paul, a bondservant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God. He called himself a bondservant. Meaning, my life is yielded to him. I'm fully surrendered to him. A bond servant was the lowest level of servitude that there was. And Paul, in describing himself, says, look, I'm Jesus' slave. I do what he wants me to do. My life is not my own. In fact, he said, the life that I live now, I live by faith in the Son of God who gave himself for me. So I begin to ask the question, okay, this fully surrendered life, 
Uh, what did Jesus say and how do we get there? And I'm tell you, I'm, I, I'm on a journey. I'm personally on a journey. You know, just when you think you surrender, you realize, oh, oh. He got some, he's got some more work to do. And I want to be honest, Daryl, let me tell you what's going on with me. I'm just talk, talking about me right now. I feel called, I feel him calling me to another level of surrender. I'm telling you, and I'm thinking, okay, all right, Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so, so he gave us some insight as to how to walk this out. In verse uh, uh, 23 of Luke chapter 9, he says, Then he said to them all, If anyone, look at this word, desires to come after me. Stop right there. I believe the first thing that we're going to need to be fully surrendered, first of all, is a desire. A desire to. This simply means, what do you want? What, what do you want right now? What are you desiring? Wait a minute. Comb through all the other spiritual language you're telling everybody else. If we get down there to where you really, to the real you, what do you desire? What do you want? And so it's going to take this desire. He said, if you really want this surrendered life if you have the desire to come after me. What I love about it is this. Nobody can follow him except the Spirit of the Lord draw him. You can't even come to him except the Spirit of the Lord begins to draw you. But what, we, what I found out as a believer, sometimes we have the ability to ignore the prompting. Okay, please don't leave me out here by myself. It's me. It's me. I know. I, 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 it's like, okay, there is this battle going on, and I feel like I'm in this tug of war sometimes, and I'm going, God, okay, I desire you. Now, hear me. There have been times that I've won, that I've really followed through on that desire, and there have been times that... Uh, Let's go on to the second point. <laughs> you too, right? You too. God loves us anyway. <laughs> he loves us anyway. But he said, if anyone desires to come after me, one of the things uh, in, in, the, in the Gospels when he talked about um, uh, hungering and thirsting for righteousness. You remember that? They that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. This is something I surmised from that. That that you hunger for, you're going to be filled with. That that you hunger for, you're going to be filled with. And so you have to ask God, God, I need you to create in me this desire. David says, sometimes I can't even get it myself, so create it in me. I need this desire. That that I hunger after, I'm going to be filled with. And so that's a principle, ladies and gentlemen, that I believe we can stand, that we, that we walk in whether we realize it or not. Um, the alcoholic, 
if they go to a city, you know, if you, if you, if you are a drinker, if you go on vacation, you're going to find your drink. Are you hearing? Whatever it is, if you are, it, 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 could, it, it doesn't matter what it is. If you are a clubber, whatever city you go, you're going to find your club. Where is it? If, if you are a church goer, can, is it okay to be honest? You're going to find it. So that that you hunger after, you're going to be filled with. If you are a reader, you're going to find your bookstore. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I remember we went on vacation one time and some, we, both of us, uh, pray for us. We were in the bookstore. I, now, I have Bibles. God knows I have Bibles. I, was on, I, I had to go in the bookstore. I was like, oh, I need to get that Bible. And so I just, you know, I had to get me another Bible. I just had to. But that's, you know, just had to. That that you hunger for. What are you desiring? What are you desiring right now? Jesus said, I need you to desire me. I need you to desire me. I need you right now to begin to weed through everything that the world is throwing at you. And I need you to pull and, and come toward me. If they, that if you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. I'll get closer than close to you. I'll get so close you can hear my whispers. Desire. Here's another thing. He said... If anyone desires to come after me, let him, here's the next word. What's the next word there? Deny himself. If anyone desires, that's the first one, to come after me, let him do what? Deny who? Deny him or herself. Now, I got this from uh, this famous preacher that I know, Dr. Deanne Johnson from Covington, Georgia. (laughs) Preachers at New, New, New Covenant Christian Ministries. <laughs> Christian, all right. She said this, denying yourself is not the same as self-denial. That's good stuff, isn't it? Self-denial is me depending on my own will and ability. Denying yourself is yielding to Christ so completely that you don't have any rights. Good stuff. Hear me. Jesus is saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can you imagine being there, one of the followers? If you want to come after me. Okay, context. We just saw him feed 5,000 people. Sure, I want to come after you. You got it going on. I've never seen anything like that in my life. You empowered us earlier in this chapter, and what you said would happen to us happened. 
You said, come after you. Jack, yes, sir. Come on. I'm going with you. And Jesus said, wait, 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 wait. It's going to cost you something. If you desire to come after me, you're going to have to deny yourself. Deny yourself the right to respond in this situation like you normally would respond. Oh, Jesus. So you mean to tell me right now I could really be, I could do this, but you're telling me I need to to deny that. Jesus is saying, yes. I want to apologize to uh, the generation after me because uh, for our generation, because sometimes we, we try to sell you a Christianity that, that doesn't cost you anything. It costs you everything. Jesus demands everything of you. He doesn't want part of your life. He wants all of your life. He wants every part of you. And what I'm telling you is this, it's worth it. Forgive us for modeling some half-hearted Christianity. He said, if you want to come after me, if you really want the goods, if you really want me, you got to desire me, but then you got to deny yourself. You do not have the right in this, in any case, to do what you want to do. Separate and apart from me, you give up that right. Some of us have written a different future for ourselves than what Jesus desires. And what he's saying is, you won't come after me? You desire me? You got to... Old school, you look, you got to let it go. All right. All right. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Some of y'all, some of the young people, I've never heard that one before. It's old school, baby. It's real old school. Real, real, real old. <laughs> All right. But, but I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this. When he says deny yourself, there is something about us that we want to do what we want to do when we want to do it. And I want to do it and I got to do it because I'm just being me. And you telling me to deny that? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you, why are you coming after that? He's saying, I'm coming after that because what I have for you is much better than that stuff that you have for yourself. I need you to finally throw up your hands and surrender. I finally need to get you. You've tried it your way all of these years. And look at how empty you are on the inside. You've tried it your way. You've done this, that, and the other. And you still are unfulfilled. You've slept with him, slept with her. You've done this. You've tried this. And you've tried that and the other. You've drank this. You've smoked this. You've done this. You've cursed this one. You've done this. Will you finally say yes to me? Will you finally deny yourself? (laughs) 
Will you finally give up? Will you finally throw your hands up and surrender? Will you finally say yes to me? I know where you've been. I know what you've done. And I still want you. I still have a plan for you. I still have your best interest at heart. I still want to do something in your life that is beyond what you ever dreamed for yourself. I'm waiting on you to deny yourself. I'm waiting on your surrender. I'm waiting on you to finally throw in the towel and say, Jesus, here I am. I'm finally waiting on you not to put stuff on the altar. I want you laying down, you with yourself on the altar. Is your all on the altar of sacrifice laid? Does the spirit your heart control? Does he have you? You're still chasing after the stuff. You still want the this. You still want the that. I'm waiting on you. It's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you something. You can't run your life the same way. You can't do it the same way. I'm waiting on you. If any man, any person desires to come after me, let him deny himself. So I got to desire, got to deny myself. And then he said, here's it, deny, desire, deny, and die daily. Where you get that from? Same scripture. He said, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily. Every day is a dying Every day, there's a dying. Every day, there is a dying. I'm not talking about where you just, where where, where it's, it's the weirdest thing because the dying produces the life. You remember over in John, he said, except the grain of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abides alone. But if the thing hits the ground, baby, the ground has the ability to produce something in it. In other words, God is waiting to plant you. Not so that you can just die, 
He's trying to get it so you, you don't abide alone. He wants to add to your life. Oh, Lord. He said, I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you. I'm waiting on you. And the thing is, it's a daily dying. Because daily I have opportunities for the old me to act like the old me. Daily I have opportunities. But so he's saying daily there has to be a dying so you recognize, okay, mm -mm, you got to stay there, buddy. That's not you anymore. You can't do that. That's not you. And it's, it, it's not reduced to a bunch of rules. It's a relationship where you begin to say, God, listen, I can't do this. I can't do this on my own. And he said, gotcha. Finally, you realized it. Good. You can't do it on your own. You're right. You can't do it on your own. So it's a daily yielding. It's a daily surrender. It's a daily coming to him and say, God, here I am. I'm daily doing it. I'm daily going, God, here I am. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. And, 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 and I want to tell you, I was talking with somebody that told the earth service, that old me, I don't know what it is, it's got some resurrection power in it. Because the old me want to resurrect that night. And that's why I got to get up in the morning, die again. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about? See, we got to be real about this thing. It's not just, it's not just a one-time thing. But it's a daily yielding. It's a daily coming under. It's a daily subordinating yourself to him. It's a daily submission. And somebody said earlier, it's an hourly thing. So he said, if you want to come after me, I need you to do something. Deny yourself. But then he says, take up your cross. Everybody that he was talking to understood what he meant by take up your cross. Because take up your cross simply means, I mean, it was a vivid thing. That means it's crucifixion. It's death. He said, you can't do this. I find that I've been so alive. But the old me so alive and the truth is I was dead but then the real me when I finally yield I become so alive and he said take up his cross so, so I need to desire I need to deny I need to die daily and then I need to direct my life after him because he said and follow me. I need to direct my life after him. Follow me simply means to come in afterwards. So I'm seeing where he is. I'm following. Now hear me. He didn't say follow him as long as it is convenient. (laughs) 
Because some of us want the convenient following. <clears throat> well, as long as it aligns with your five-year plan. You submit the five-year plan to him and say, God, my, my future's in your hands. I'm not saying don't plan. In fact, Scripture tells us about planning. It says the preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue comes from the Lord, meaning God gives the final say. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that will prevail. And so we understand, ladies and gentlemen, that following after him is finally saying, Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. I'll go with him, with him all the way. That's it. But they should say, I'll go through with him through the valley. And so this is what he's saying is, I don't want to just lead you in the convenient places. I'll lead you in uncomfortable places. You remember Jesus. Here Jesus was after his baptism. The scripture says this, that he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And so if we're going to follow Jesus, Sometimes he'll lead us into the wilderness. The Spirit of God would lead us into the wilderness. And then he said this. He was there 40 days. He was, overcame that temptation. And he, came, he was filled with the Spirit when he went in. But when he came out, he came out with the power. Yeah. So following him will not just produce a feeling, but it'll produce a power. And so, are you hearing what he's saying? Whoever desires to save his life is going to lose it. Whoever desires to save his life. Honey, the same word desire is the other word desire. Desire here in, in verse 24 is the same word in 23, desire. Whoever desires, do you desire to follow him? But then he says, whoever desires to save his life is going to lose it. But whoever loses his life, listen to this, for my sake will save it. Then he asks a very pointed question. What does it profit a man? What's you going to gain? Okay, you've you, you finally gotten everything. Now what? Okay, you, you got it. This is what I found out. I, I, I love getting new stuff. How many people love getting new stuff? Man, I love new stuff. Getting, you know, I love. But you know what new stuff? You know what happens to new stuff? Oh, it, y'all's too? <laughs> he said, look, man, you are looking. You think you're going to find the fulfillment in all of this stuff? It's not it. He said, your fulfillment is in me. He said, what is it going to profit the whole world, to gain the whole world, and then you yourself be destroyed? So he's asking for a fully surrendered life. He's asking us to fully surrender to him. 
I'm telling you, I'm on a journey. I am. I am. But I believe that there are others he's calling as well. And I want to pray. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.